everybody, can I have your attention, please? Today, this is a new rally. It's the first time we're doing this route. You all have a set of maps. Robert and Selkowitz is director of the historic Automobile Endurance Roads. And in June, we met up with here. him and dozens of car enthusiasts at Dutchman's Landing Park in Catskill, New York, for the start of the Schoharie Turnpike Catterskill Clove Road Rally, one in a series of rallies that pairs Catskill's scenery and history with the love of driving. Join us as we drive through the northern Catskills in some unique and well-loved automobiles. Catscast was voted number one regional podcast in the 2022 Reader's Choice Chronogrammys. And we're supported by the 52-mile Catskill Mountains Scenic Byway, following New York State Route 28 through the heart of the central Catskills. For maps, itineraries, and links to area restaurants, shops, and accommodations, visit scenickatskills.com. The cover is a map of the entire route. On a clear it's June day in Catskill, New York, Robert Selkowitz was distributing maps and instructions for this 135-mile self-paced rally across the northern Catskills. Now, there's no competition on this. There's no place you have to be at a certain time. Once you leave here, you're on your own to enjoy your day. Drive at your own pace and enjoy yourselves. Before we took off, some of the drivers offered tours of their beloved vehicles. It was an eclectic convoy, ranging from a 1935 Cadillac to a 1976 Triumph TR6 to a 2022 all-electric Rivian R1T to a 1952 Cunningham C3 Cabriolet, whose owner, Chuck Schoendorf, espresso in hand, offered me the first tour. It's a, a 1952 Cunningham Cabriolet. The model is a C3. Briggs Cunningham was a car builder and race car driver and team owner in the early 50s. And his passion was to uh, build his own cars and go to Le Mans and win with an American car, with American drivers, American uh, mechanics and all. But in order to enter a car at Le Mans, you must have a brand. You can't just build a car in your backyard, in your garage, and go to Le Mans and enter it and be accepted. So he wound up building 25 C3s, which is what this is, and uh, these were street cars, and they were for sale retail to the public at a very high price. The prices ranged from nine to $12,000, which was quite extraordinary in 1952. He'd build the chassis and install a Chrysler Hemi V8 engine. He did this in his shop in West Palm Beach, Florida, and then he sent the cars by boat to Italy. And he had them bodied at a shop called Vignale. Vignale was a coach builder in Torino, Italy, and um, so 25 of these chassis went there, and uh, 20 of them were bodied as coupés, five were cabriolets, so this is one of five cabriolets. So I found this car 10 or 11 years ago in New Jersey in pieces, and uh, I went down to encourage the fellow to put the car back together and get it on the road and, you know, finish the project. Well, long story short, after a couple of visits, he just sold me the car in pieces. I had it all assembled again, and I've been driving it for 10 years on rallies, and uh, it, it, it's just a marvelous car. I think for the roads that we're going to encounter, a big American V8 with a manual transmission is going to be ideal. I think it's going to be well suited. I think the car is going to enjoy the, the roads. Chuck explained that starting a car like this is more involved than just pushing a button. 
anybody can do it in a modern car, you know, with, you know, digital, uh, electronic, everything. But to do it in a 70-year-old car with the original uh, wiring for the most part and uh, six-volt electrical system, you know, it's, it's a challenge. And um, I enjoy a challenge. It must give you a more of a relationship with the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by the end of one of these rallies, you, you've bonded with the car. Let's put it that way. On the other end of the spectrum, a brand new Corvette with proud owner Robert Orlando. Uh, CA Corvette 2022, uh, naturally aspirated, 500 horse, base level, waited 14 months for it. Just a fantastic mid-engine car. I mean, it's 20 years in the making, this car. Corvette did it right. I mean, it'll go up against McLarens, it'll go up against Ferraris, but it's a great car to drive, American-made, and affordable, and maintenance-wise, because it's a Chevy engine, it's just easy to maintain. And if you're wondering, like I was, what a naturally aspirated engine is? Naturally aspirated, there's no supercharger that's going to deliver power. It's easier on an engine to be naturally aspirated than to be turbocharged. Well, that clears it up, right? Oh, heck, let's just hear what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm guessing that'll handle some Catskills terrain without much of a problem. And for most drivers today, getting from one end of the Catskills to the other shouldn't cause undue anxiety. But as Robert Silkowitz explains, the road rallies he's organized take inspiration from a 1903 automobile endurance run where only a few automobiles could cross the finish line. We drove with Robert in his 2003 Mazda Miata, top down, wind in our hair, and he told us all about it. My name is Robert Selkowitz, and I am the rally master for the Schaharie Turnpike Catterskill Clove Road Rally, and we are running our first ever event today. I'm a landscape painter, and I've been painting in the Catskills for more than 40 years. And I was on a committee to create the Catskill Mountain Scenic Byway. Look at this view. This is incredible. And I remembered the story of the 1903 automobile endurance run. And I raised my hand at a meeting and said, what about creating an event based on this historic automobile event? And everybody said, great idea. So I resigned from those committees and established historic automobile endurance runs, LLC and set about creating a new event. Our first year, we had 12 cars ranging from a 1913 Maxwell to a 2020 uh, Tesla. And what I've tried to do is to appeal to the widest demographic of automobile enthusiasts, just people who love touring, people who love driving. And today we have a range of cars from a 1935 Cadillac to a 2022 Rivian pickup. Tell me a little bit about that original endurance run. It was really at the birth of automobiling, and it was the most significant contest to test the reliability of automobiles. And it was significant because that summer, the summer of 1903, was the first year that automobiles attempted to drive across the continent from San Francisco to New York. Three automobiles did it that summer. A Winton, an Olds, and a Packard. And in October of 1903, October 7th, of the cars that started out 
were two of those cars that had just driven cross-country, the Oldsmobile and the Packard. That endurance run included 36 cars and 125 passengers on a route up the Hudson Valley to Kingston, continuing into the Catskill Mountains on the Ulster and Delaware Road, now State Route 28. Also at that time, it was the birth of road building with state money being used combined with county money to write contracts to pay for crushed bluestone McAdam paving. Up until then, it had been what had been the colonial system that property owners, the farmers, would contribute you know, a few days labor a year to get out with their picks and shovels and their cows, oxen, and work on the roads. By 1903, 20 miles of crushed local bluestone McAdam paving had been put down up to Pine Hill, which was the first overnight for the endurance road, who was top of the line road building. And I've documented the New York State Engineers report, the town board minutes of the town of Shandaken, spending money to stone their roads to bid on the state contract. And we also have in the Delaware County Historical Association, a complete set of the New York State Engineers road building blueprints from 1907 that document the state of the roads. So for me, the history of the automobile is tied in with the history of the road building and the enjoyment of these beautiful roads. I mean, this driving out here, I say to people, if you have a car that you love to drive, these are the roads you love to drive on. And to get people from you know, the more populated areas to come up here to our Catskill region and upstate New York region, it's just a hoot. After the break, we'll jump into Bob Leinberg's 1971 MGB GT, up from New Jersey, to experience our Catskills roads. CatsCast is sponsored by the Mountain Eagle, covering Delaware, Green, and Schoharie counties, including brands for local regions like the Wyndham Weekly, Schoharie News, and Catskills Chronicle. For more information, call 518-763-6854 or email mountaineaglenews at gmail.com. This episode is also supported by Hanford Mills Museum. Explore the power of the past as you watch the water wheel bring a working sawmill to life. Bring a picnic to enjoy by the mill pond. For more information about scheduling a tour or about their new exploration days, visit hanfordmills.org or call 607-278-5744. All right, Mr. Brett, welcome to drive in a classic English British sports car known as the 1971 MGB GT. The MGB, up until the Miata, was the most popular and numerous production sports car made in the world. MG is the car manufacturer in Abington, England on the Thames. B is the series. MG went into business around 1917. It was a garage in Abington, England called Morris Garages. And the gentleman and a friend of his started going around Britain 
and buying used and excess car parts from Jaguar, Healy, Jensen, Interceptor, and started assembling a car put on the racetrack at Le Mans and other race circuits throughout the UK and started getting recognition. So they decided then to come up with a name for this type of car. So they named it MG after Mars Garages. Then all of a sudden it started attracting the consumer to drive on the, the country roads throughout England. MGB series was produced from 1962 through 1980. 1980 is when they closed the doors in Abington, England, the factory. And they produced 500,000 units approximately of MGBs. 450,000 were MGB Roadsters, 50,000 were GTs. Two things put MG on the map. First thing that put MG on the map and made them a world-class company were the American GIs. During World War II, there were millions of U.S. servicemen and women in England. The American servicemen had a love affair with these little British sports cars. And when the war was over, they came home. It was very popular. The second British invasion to put MG on the map was the music of the early 60s, the British invasion of the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and the names that we're very familiar with from the 60s. That music came to America, and with that music came British sports cars. The cars that dream to drive you have a bad day, you take out the MG, and it's like a bicycle pump. It pumps you up, makes you feel good. What's the emotional connection, or what does it give you to drive a car like this that you don't get in a modern car? Very good question, Brett. This has a rack and pinion steering. You're part of the car, the experience of driving the car. You feel the road, you feel the handling, the cornering. Noticed in this vehicle, there's no radio. You want to hear the car, the sound of the engine. You want to hear your muffler system, where the sound of an MG has a very distinct sound. When you're cruising at 55 miles an hour, it has a purr. The other connection to the car is longevity. I've had the car in my whole adult life since 21. I'm 70 years old. Dated my wife. Still dating my wife after 46 years of marriage. So there's an emotional connection. Remember that Corvette with the naturally aspirated engine in lieu of a supercharger? I'm still a little fuzzy on the details, but this 1971 MG does have a supercharger, and Bob was eager to showcase what it sounds like. rush of the acceleration and tight cornering on a windy stretch of the Schoharie Turnpike and the allure of this British sports car is readily apparent. Stopping at Schoharie's Old Stone Fort Museum, the midpoint on this rally loop, we met a Cobleskill couple 
with a truly impressive collection. I have a collection of cars in Coble Skill. Uh, 20, as a matter of fact. Four of them over 100 years old. We enjoy the car club and enjoy old cars. These cars are your personal collection? Yes, this is my personal collection. Well, Betty and I, it's my wife. She has all the money. I don't have any, so I spend her money on the cars. In order to keep him happy. <laughs> have you lived up in this area your whole life? No. We were originally from New Jersey, and we came up here. We purchased a, a dairy farm across from where we live now. How long have you been there? Over 50 years. Long time. Long time residence. I think that earns you the local badge by this point. I don't know. I don't think so. We weren't born and raised here, so I don't think we have the local badge. <laughs> but that's all right. They accept newcomers. I'm 89 years old now, so I've been collecting cars for at least 70 years. I have a nice collection, I think. Uh, 1911 Penn that was probably owned by Andrew Carnegie with 1915 Mets, 1913 Buick, 1915 Buick, 1919 Buick, 37 Olds Business Coupe, a couple of Alfa Romeos too. Do you drive all the cars? Yes. Uh, that's the idea having antique cars is to use them and to run them and I like to drive them and that's why I'm driving the Bentley today. And I enjoy it and I don't know how much longer we're going to have I'm going to be around to enjoy it, but uh, as long as I am, I'm still going to keep up with it. That's about it, I guess. If you're interested in seeing Cliff and Betty's collection, they will happily show you around the barn. Just let us know, and we can put you in touch. Whether you drive a Bentley, a Tesla, a Subaru, or a Kia, if this auto rally taught us anything, it's that if you love the cat skills, and if you love to drive, it doesn't much matter what you drive. There are plenty of roads to get lost on, to enjoy the journey on, and to make new discoveries along the way. And if you want to participate in a Catskills Auto Rally, check out 1903autorun.com, where you can register for the sixth Catskill Conquest Rally, commemorating the 1903 Auto Endurance Run, on Saturday, September 24th or the 4th Catskill Covered Bridge Rally on Saturday, October 15th. From the first annual Schoharie Turnpike Catterskill Clove Road Rally, this is Brett Barry hitching a ride in a 2022 Rivian electric pickup truck that I can tell you from firsthand experience can absolutely go zero to 60 in three seconds. Thanks again to our sponsors, Hanford Mills Museum, the Mountain Eagle, and the Catskill Mountains Scenic Byway. Please subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Give us a rating and tell your friends about us. Every episode is archived at catscast.com. I'm Brett Barry. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again in two weeks.